Do you have some great people that work on your team? Now is the time to figure out how to lead them more effectively. And we have a free resource out there to help you understand just that. It's the four principles that great leaders use to build more loyalty on their team. You can get this resource at theemployerblueprint.com forward slash great leaders. And it's absolutely free. And it's just a great, great way to help you understand the principles that are used Four simple principles to help you become a more effective leader and leading these amazing people around you. Again, you can check this out at theemployerblueprint.com forward slash great leaders. Welcome to the Employer Blueprint Podcast, where we help leaders build great teams for great companies with your host, entrepreneur and leadership coach, Kyle Gorman. Have you ever felt like digital marketing is just this big secret uh, that's out there in the world today? We don't really understand what to do with it. We know we're supposed to have it. We know that it's beneficial for our business. But there's all these different platforms, there's different aspects, there's different branches. We don't really know what to do with it. We just know it's necessary. And so we either overdo it and just try to do anything and everything, or we just say, you know what, forget it. I'm not going to mess with it at all. Uh, it, today's guest is going to help us uncover some of the secrets. I, mean, I just kept picking his brain here today and uh, uncovering the secrets to the digital marketing space um, and, and just talking through some of these different aspects of building a marketing strategy and what are the platforms that are out there and what do we do with all of this stuff. So some great information coming to you today uh, about this area that sometimes feels like a black hole in our world. So I think you're really, really going to enjoy it. Uh, I certainly want to encourage you right now, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can uh, be made aware as new content becomes available. Also, if you have any questions or if there's any topics that you would like to learn more about, I would encourage you to reach out to us at podcast at employerblueprint.com. Well, I want to thank you all for joining us this week on the Employer Blueprint podcast. Uh, this week, we come to you with our guest from uh, California, uh, Jeff Polvino, who has some tremendous experience around um, helping us share our message, share our story, and, and kind of uh, um, help companies grow by getting their message out there. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And uh, as we dive in here, why don't you walk us through your history and experience and, and just catch us up to date of how you got to where you are now. Sure thing, Kyle. First of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, and I uh, appreciate the, the warm welcome. Uh, my experience, uh, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for well over 15 years. Um, I got started in uh, the Bay Area of California. I got I caught the bug working for a few, um, you know, venture capital startup companies and mm -hmm. they're very you know, entrepreneurial environments. And uh, uh, after that, I, I really decided that I wanted to go out and be an entrepreneur. And, you know, so I've tried several things over the years and we ended up in marketing uh it'll be 10 years ago this month so wow. um and yeah I, I i really had no plans of ever being involved in marketing it was just uh you know by luck i, I kind of fell into it and i fell in love with helping other entrepreneurs and business owners grow their business yeah yeah 
Well, and I, and I think that's one one of the things that I think is really uh, interesting. Honestly, is twenty or I'm sorry, ten years. Um, even in this industry, a lot has changed in the marketing world in the last ten years. Um, you know, I, I would imagine it's completely different now than it was whenever you started ten years ago. So, even over the last few years, what are some of those changes that you've seen in how uh, these small to mid sized companies go out and market themselves? Yeah, good question. It it is an ever changing landscape. It you know it almost changes daily. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the biggest changes that we've seen in in the small business marketplace is you know the um, more businesses being a, a lot more open or even realizing they need to be dependent upon digital marketing. Like businesses that uh, have been in business for 20, 25 plus years that have been dependent upon old school marketing efforts uh, like Yellow Pages. I had a, a business uh, owner that I'm friends with give me a call. He owns a pest control company. And uh, you know he's got a website and does a, a little bit of digital marketing. But you know his, his bread and butter was really being dependent upon old school marketing tactics like yellow pages and things like that. And, you know, he spends a significant amount of money on those types of budgets and he's now realizing he's not getting anything in return on it. And so he's, Mm. you know, having to dive into um, more uh, digital aspects of marketing just to keep his business alive. And I feel like, you know, some businesses have suffered greatly if they haven't, um, you know, adapted to the marketplace. Right. Right. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Um, and one of the things too that I think is really interesting, you know, as you talk about your own business, is the uh, really the incredible growth that you experienced. I want to talk about that for just a second. You're pretty open uh, about your numbers, which you know, in showing numbers like that, I don't blame you. Um, but, you know, you talk about growing your business from zero to five million in the first year, twenty five million in the second year, and I think this is the most important thing for people to hear. In that, that was without borrowing money. Um, you know, it's easy to claim those numbers, but you know, whenever the bank is really the one that's that's making that happen. So, um, tell us about that. What did that journey look like, and and what are some of the keys that you attribute that uh, that significant growth to? You know, um, I attribute to uh, the past significant growth to just being in the right place at the right time and and mm-hmm. taking advantage of the marketplace. Um, you know, timing is is really everything when it comes to a business. Uh, I've seen businesses that were, you know, on on the cutting edge of technology but we're too soon to the marketplace um, and completely fail and go out of business. Like Blockbuster is a a great example. A lot of people don't know that, you know, Blockbuster invested heavily millions and millions of dollars into compressing video and trying to deliver it in a streaming um, method similar to Netflix, but they were five, 10 years ahead of Netflix and almost bankrupt the company trying to perfect it because the technology wasn't ready. And so what we, happened to be lucky enough to just come in at the right time and saw the opportunity and really capitalized on gaining market share. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I know that, um, you know, one of the things that you do is you take that experience that you've had and you try to, uh, help others, help other entrepreneurs, um, through their journey and, and, uh, try to build the businesses that they, that they kind of dreamed of. Um, and obviously a lot of this is done through the digital marketing platforms. And so as we think about, um, uh, you know, as we kind of talked about, I mean, digital marketing, even to, even to a younger business owner or someone sort of in startup mode, sometimes, 
is sort of a black hole for us. You know, it, it just doesn't really make sense. It's this kind of vast expanse. We don't really know what to do with it or, um, you know, do we just put content out or do I write blogs and post them? You know, there's all these different things and, and actions. Do I just do, do a bunch of social media ads? You know, there's so many different steps and so many different facets of this. One of the first things is kind of understanding what our message is and understanding who we are and um, kind of defining the business. Do you have anything that you've done to help businesses understand that aspect of who they are, sort of just creating a, a vision of who they are as a company and kind of defining that or analyzing that information to help them move uh, move forward in this digital marketing space? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, we struggled with that uh, for a very long time as an agency. You know, mm-hmm. companies would come to us and we were trying to create it on the fly. And, you know, we realized after engaging with hundreds of clients is that they often didn't understand it. And so one of the big paradigm shifts for us as an agency is um, when we uh, first engage with a potential client, you know, we want to find out is do they have a digital marketing strategy or even a marketing strategy or a business strategy? And a lot of times, you know, most small businesses don't have any type of documented business plan, much less a marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. And so in those instances, instead of like trying to sell them on a, you know, a year agreement with us to do digital marketing, we say, you know, hey, look, why don't we start off with a marketing strategy workshop? And we'll go really in depth to understand your business. We'll extract out the goals. We'll analyze the competition. We'll audit where you're at. And we'll put together a very detailed digital marketing strategy that'll be good for the you know, next one to three years, depending upon you know, how fast we accelerate through it. And in that process, we can then identify you know, what your best strategies are to implement and agree on a, a budget and move forward if, if everything goes well. It's a good starting point. It's a much lower risk or engagement than trying to hire us as an agency. And as an agency, we want to be really, really clear on how to actually map out the best strategies to hit your business goals. And, and we found over the years, the only way to really do that is by having that engagement level in the way we structured with the, with the workshop. Right. Right. I really like that. And especially you talk about, you know, what are the goals and and what's the roadmap we're going to put together to accomplish those? Because I think that is one of the uh, areas that people get scared of when we talk about marketing is I'm just going to throw money at something. I'm going to throw a lot of, you know, I'm going to throw a bunch of mud on the wall and hope something sticks. Um, and, And we're able to mitigate a lot of that by doing just as you said, and let's, let's actually create a strategy that is based on goals. Uh, that's a little more tangible than just simply, well, we're going to try to throw, throw a bunch of stuff out there and see what happens. I think that's a critical component that we sometimes lose, uh, whenever we're thinking about getting our message out there to the public. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, let's, let's say, um, somebody out there listening right now is, it's got this great idea and they think, you know, I've got this amazing idea. I want to get it on the market. I've got to advertise it. Um, and of course they've probably heard a thousand times, you know, Facebook advertising and they see people advertising to them on Facebook constantly. And so that's what the idea of like digital marketing is. Um, what's, what's kind of the first thing you tell somebody like that to do? And they come to you and they say, I've got this great idea. I'm starting this business and I want to start doing some digital marketing. What's the first step? What's the first thing that they need to do uh, to really define who they are and figure out the message that needs to go out? Well, they, they have to understand, uh, first of all, how they're unique and different, their value proposition and, and how they're different than the competition out there. Um, 
And then they have to understand who their ideal customer is in order to target that customer. Right. And with those two ideas well thought out and documented, you know, you can then enter into a campaign strategy to, um, you know, gain interest by those from those ideal customers and explaining what your value prop is and how you're unique and different. And, and that's the, the starting point. You know, it, it is much more complex than that to build a, you know, tiered funnel approach with multi ads to kind of sure. lure in and sell. But like, you know, that's the core foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And something else, you know, kind of along those same lines um, that I think is important for people to understand and kind of the value in, in working with someone like you is, um, you know, we always refer to it kind of as the algorithms, Google's algorithm or Facebook's algorithm. But, the, you know, every platform has certain things they're looking for. And um, and and it's, it's really beneficial for someone that's in those early stages of business, uh, of developing a business to work with someone from an outside perspective because we we understand what our idea is and we know it's amazing and we think it's great but figuring out a way to relate that to others and then to do so in a clear kind of short concise way as it would be in a digital platform whether that be through your website or certainly through social media um, it can be very complicated so having the luxury of working with someone that understands how to put that plan in place can really save you a lot of frustration in just trying to go out and do these things on your own where you are going to end up, you know, you're going to turn around and say, I've spent $10,000 last year. I don't have anything to show for it, but it's because you really didn't have a plan in place or strategy in place, nor necessarily know how to communicate your message effectively. And so that's where a lot of that benefit comes in and working with someone that really understands what they're doing with these different platforms. Oh, absolutely. We run into clients every day that have spent significant amount of money in advertising budget um, to, you know, whether it's on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, what have you, to boost postings with no strategy and only to achieve what I would call vanity metrics, which is just getting likes and shares, but not really any type of napped out strategy of how that's going to build a relationship with that person. And you know, eventually bring them in to be a client. And, right. and I think that's the problem with, um, you know, businesses or um, marketers that don't understand how to put that together is that, you know, they're, they're getting a maybe bad taste where they go out there and they say, oh, I've tried Facebook ads and it doesn't work, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's not that it doesn't work. It just didn't work in your experience. And right. it's probably because it was your first time doing it. And sure. no offense, but you know, it's a learned art and there's got to be the correct strategy behind it. You know, we campaigns, you know, all the time that we've got to constantly adjust, test, make changes to before we get them to perform. And we've been doing this for 10 years. It's, it's, um, it's very hard for, uh, you know, a novice to come in and learn all of this and uh, launch a campaign that's going to be extremely successful, especially because it's got you know, a lot more competitive over the last two years. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a great point too. It's a, you know, it's not like the landscape was a few years ago where you were on the cutting edge. If you were doing this now, it's such a normal thing, businesses of all sizes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, the other thing that I think uh, can cause a lot of heartburn in this digital marketing uh, world, especially for someone that's completely outside of it, you know, again, you know, think about whatever type of company, I've got a heating and air company, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to grow this, or I'm a CPA, and I want to, you know, make sure I've got the right strategy in place. The other big challenge in doing that um, is 
there's so many different platforms that pop up. There's new things that are happening all the time, you know, and, and um, you know, I'm going to say 10 years ago, less than that, maybe even five years ago, um, you know, you weren't going to advertise on LinkedIn. Uh, but then, you know, now we have things, you know, that's a normal thing, but then you've also got, um, things like, um, Instagram and you've got TikTok and you've got all these new things that are constantly coming about. How do I determine and understand what, where do I need to be? How, how do I, how do I make sure that I'm putting my, my time and energy in the right place with so many changes happening around us? Yeah, and it's a great question. And it's really mapping out the items that truly affect the immediate business goals. You, mm-hmm. you know, heating air conditioning company is a perfect example. Um, I ran across a company who was a heating, they were uh, in the heating and air conditioning space and they were, you know, they had a website, they were blogging, they were investing in SEO, but they were, had experienced a significant downturn in revenue. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, SEOs, uh, it, it takes a while to get an ROI on that. It could be, you know, six, nine months um, before they start to see the impact of their budgeted SEO campaign. And they had some major competition in the areas that, that were spending upwards of probably 10 grand a month on SEO. And so it, it probably would have taken them years if they ever would have received an, an ROI off of that. And I think, right. you know, it gets confusing to the business owner because they're, you know, embracing digital marketing and implementing some things that maybe aren't the best solutions for them to get the ROI that they're looking for to actually hit the bottom line of their business. And so, you know, I think that's part of the problem with not having a true strategy that correlates to your business plan goals and Mm -hmm. understanding how that looks and understanding, you know, I, I think if you're going to do this internally yourself or you're going to hire somebody, um, you've got to ask the question of them, how is this going to impact my business goals specifically? If I'm going to, for example, if I'm going to blog four times a month, okay, when and how is that going to impact me getting additional sales? Right, right. Yeah, that's a, that's a really great point. Um, understanding, you know, kind of starting with the end in mind, understanding uh, the reason that we're doing this, uh, you know, that we're not blogging just for the sake of putting ideas down, but how do we, how do we, how do we help that convert into a relationship which converts into sales and business growth and revenue and uh, figuring out, you know, how to navigate that roadmap, but we've got to have, we've got to have a plan in place first. Um, Absolutely. So the, the other thing that I, I want to ask you about here is, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, whenever you started out and just sort of young entrepreneur and, and figuring all of these things out and then trying to build your business from there. And, um, and I know we've got a lot of people listening now that are in that space, again, thinking about, um, you know, you got a great idea, you want to get it out there, you're starting to build your business, especially if you're bootstrapping it. Um, how do you determine and establish some sort of budget for marketing? How do we carve out some space for that that actually is going to give us a return? You know, we just talked about, you know, a situation where you spend thousands of dollars and it's going to take forever to really get a return on that. That's scary for someone to think about whenever they're bootstrapping their business. Um, And so then they think, well, maybe maybe digital marketing isn't for me. So what's the best way for a, a small business with not a ton of cash flow to start to carve out a marketing budget and figure out how do we put that in the right place that's actually going to give us some sort of return? That's a great question as well. Like I always explain to business owners that, you know, 
advertising is an aspect of marketing and branding is another aspect of marketing and advertising should tie into a direct ROI. Um, if I'm spending X amount of dollars on Google pay-per-click or Facebook ads, I should be able to correlate that ad spend to a sale and be able to determine if that was profitable for me because it's an advertising dollar and, and it should be engineered that way where branded efforts are, um, you know, designed for brand recognition so that you right. become the household name like Kleenex or, you know, like Apple. I know those are huge companies, but you want to be the local, you know, uh, household name, like in Sacramento, it's Bonnie Plumbing for plumbing and everybody right. knows Bonnie Plumbing. And so they've done a great job branding themselves. And so the long-term ROI of branding is you get to spend less on advertising. Mm -hmm. And so digital marketing, I, I think it can be a little confusing to the average business owner because they, you know, will hear something and put some efforts into a branded effort, which isn't bad. It's not a right. wrong thing to do, but if they don't have some mechanism, uh, you know, some advertising strategy that will allow them to ramp up on sales, then they may not have enough runway to stay in business with branded marketing. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to understand both strategies and make sure that your advertising um, uh, strategy it allows you to sustain and grow in order for you to then invest in branding. Right, right. That's one of the best explanations I've heard. I really like the way that you you outlined that. Um, I'll give everybody kind of an example of something we did within our business. Uh, early on, we spent a lot, and I, and I actually have one of the things that I talk about, especially with, when people that come to us for coaching as a startup, is just that, that difference in branding, um, you know, where your, where your spend is going to be for branding. And we spent the first couple of years spending a lot on branding, which we used different formats and platforms for branding than we necessarily did for advertising to do just exactly what you're saying. We need to become a, a recognized name within our market, within our space. Um, whether that's geographic market, industry, you know, the, whatever industry you're in, whatever the case may be, but the, the market that you're trying to serve, you've got to become that household name. And, uh, and that's exactly what we did. You know, we spent a couple of years putting a lot into that. Uh, and then we can sort of turn that around to, okay, now that you know who we are, let us really uh, kind of drill down into what we can do for you, why we should be working together. So I like that explanation uh, that you gave in that. And as a young entrepreneur, someone that's starting a business, being able to understand, okay, how do I look at this and what do I do to have the direct impact? Or can I maybe build up some of this additional reputation, sort of some reputation management in my space? Um, that's a great way to understand those two things and how the, the spend and the ROI can make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. One, you know, another thing that comes to mind is we talk about this, uh, this, this secret of, of digital marketing as it is, um, is, is the constant trends. You know, there's there's things that are coming up and, and understanding uh, what do we need to pay attention to? What can we ignore? Um, do you have any insights or advice for people that uh, are seeing all of these new things happening in front of them, all these things happening around, the changes that are happening in the industry? Are there any trends that we need to be paying attention to? Um, whether it's because we need to be investing, you know, our dollars into those at this point, or just simply be aware, here are some things on the horizon that you may want to be looking out for. You know, it's a, uh, a funny question for me because like, you know, I never thought I would 
be trying to engineer how to personally use a platform like TikTok to grow my personal brand or or my business. And, right. and that's my latest goal myself. And, you know, I'm going to be 50 years old this year. And, and uh, it, it's a little funny for me to think that I'm going to be on TikTok. And so I'm, I'm, it's my newest platform that I'm trying to learn. Yeah. And so, you know, my advice is that uh, I got, I got two pieces of advice is one is don't be afraid to try new things mm-hmm. and, you know, don't be a pessimist when you do. And, you know, it, it is a little bit odd at times, but you may find something that works really well for you just through being open to ideas. I, I tell people that, you, you know, 80, 20 is a good rule and you want to put 80% of your efforts into um, the tried and true methods that have already been proven, but maybe 20% you can experiment and have a little fun with and go out of the box with and see what works because you may just stumble upon something that, you know, blows it up for you. Right. The other aspect of that is I think you've got to be genuine. You know, if, if I'm going to go on TikTok, my, my thing is like, I, I've got to find a way to be genuine about what I'm doing. Cause I, I'm not going to go do a dance video. Right. That's just not my right. thing. So, you know, I've got to find a way to be very genuine to myself, into my message, into my branding and what I'm going to do on TikTok. So yeah. I think that's very important because I think that the audiences that are out there will see through any right. fakeness. Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely. I think that's so important and something that oftentimes is lacking is the authenticity of who we are when we're in that um, that social media space. And and even, you know, something that I would caution people on is even, uh, even trying to be maybe sometimes too, uh, you know, politically correct, I guess is the word that we would use on that. Um, but, you know, one thing that I think it's important for people to understand, and I don't always do a great job of this. I, I've, I've got a, a great coach that kind of helps me and reminds me of these things sometimes. But, um, you know, if you're passionate about something, be passionate about it. You know, you, if you're passionate about it, you don't have to then hit the record video and then immediately become tame and meek. And let me just tell you, this is something that's going on. If you're passionate about it, be passionate about it. Um, if there's a message that you want to get out there, get your message out there. And it's okay. And I hope people really hear this. It's okay if not everybody agrees with you. <laughs> that's your worldview. There's a reason you have that view. And chances are there's somebody out there that does agree. So don't worry about people that don't agree. Um, focus on getting your message out there the way that you want people to hear your message because it's more important that they know who you are and who potentially they would be working with than some false concept or caricature of who you are. So I, I love that advice. Be genuine, be authentic. Um, and, you know, to your point, you know, getting on TikTok, you get on a new platform that maybe is, is more targeted towards a different audience. But, you know, look at the one we all know of in Facebook. When Facebook came out, it was for college students. And now, you know, what's the average 40, 45 years old is your average, uh, um, you know, age of a Facebook user. So, those trends change. And if you can be part of that, but you're being authentic about it, then it doesn't hurt to, uh, to go ahead and give it a shot and put yourself out there. Well, you know, doing digital marketing and when Twitter launched, I thought it was the most asinine platform ever. And I was like, just, I will never be on Twitter. And, and yeah. I had to eat my words. And, you know, I've learned uh, the hard way over, you know, saying something like that, that was admittedly very arrogant on my part and ignorant at the same time, I've learned to eat those words and, and be more open because, you know, Twitter blew up and had its era. Yeah. 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 That's a great point. And, um, yeah. And, and I like your, I like your message there too, just about being willing to try something new. Um, you know, 
if you don't use Instagram and you decide you want to try to throw some videos up on Instagram, worst case scenario is they're out on Instagram for a while. You know, the, those same videos you're putting on Facebook and LinkedIn and wherever. So now they're on Instagram, you know, you're not really hurting anything and you never know what kind of audience you're going to build up from that. So that's, that's excellent advice. I really appreciate that. Um, so I've got one more question for you uh, just to kind of speak to some people out there in the audience. Um, it, what, uh, you know, I'm trying to think kind of the best way to really put this, but um, what is the what is the, the the easiest way or the best way for a young entrepreneur or a startup to start to think about and develop a social media strategy? Uh, you know, we, we we've talked a lot about that having that strategy, kind of knowing the roadmap, knowing where we go. But if I'm if I'm starting my business and I'm trying to figure out how to do this, how do I actually build some sort of strategy um, in, a, in a way, in a bootstrap manner? Yes, yeah, uh, a great question. Um, you know, one of the best things that I think any business could do, whether you're a small startup entrepreneur or you're a very large company, is look in depth at the competition. Um, and that's mm-hmm. One of the biggest pieces as an agency in our strategy workshop that we focus on is that we shouldn't have to guess at what's going to work. You know, right. you're going to, no matter how unique your business idea is, you're going to have at least, at the very least, indirect competitors, right? But most people have direct competitors, indirect competitors, and they usually have much larger competitors, maybe even like national or worldwide competitors if they're at a smaller scale. Right. And so what we do is we look at, at as much of the competition as we can to identify the outliers. And by outliers, I mean, you know, looking for the competition that is getting the best results in their percentage of traffic that's coming from Facebook. And mm-hmm. then you'll find another competitor that is crushing it on YouTube and maybe another one who's doing great with referral traffic. And then we go and we look at and we analyze exactly what those competitors are doing. We look at the, if it's referral traffic, what, what postings are they posting on third-party websites? Is it blogging? Is it banners? And if it's YouTube, we go look at the videos they're posting. If it's ads, we look at the ads. We analyze everything before we engineer our strategy. We go learn from what all the competitors are doing because we can tell by those reports exactly what's working right hmm. that's that's excellent advice yeah that's perfect jeff thank you that's um uh, it's such a great point you know we that's generally what we do when we are building our business model and we're developing our business plan is we go and we look at our competitors and figure out what's going to make us unique what's going to make us different what's going to work what's not going to work um but you're right i don't know that we always think about that from a marketing perspective and developing that right type of strategy of also looking at our competitors and saying what are they doing? What's working? What makes sense? How have they developed that strategy? So, um, you know, age old principle, just taken into a different uh, aspect of our business and certainly some great advice to help. Yeah, we recommend uh, quarterly because, you know, like we talked about in the beginning, the landscape's ever changing. It changes right. almost daily. And so if you spend a little time to, you know, take a couple hours and, and review that competitive research on a quarterly basis, what you'll find is you'll uh, identify a lot of new and creative ways that you can implement um, new aspects into your digital marketing that are already proven by what your competition's doing. Right, right. 
That's excellent. Well, Jeff, thank you so much. And this is great. I've enjoyed the conversation and, and um, uh, just getting to pick your brain here a little bit about this, uh, this vast world of digital marketing. So I really appreciate you sharing all of that with us. Um, before we get out of here, tell us, how can we learn more about you and your company and, and uh, some of the resources that you have available out there? Yeah. If you want to connect with me personally, you can go to jeff.marketing. Um, that's jeff.marketing.jeff.marketing.com. And you can uh, check out my personal website. Anybody can book uh, an appointment with me. I try to be very personable and make myself available to anybody out there who wants to talk. Um, mm -hmm. My marketing agency is boostmediagroup.com. You can go there and uh, schedule a free marketing analysis and we'll schedule a free call with you and, and spend up to an hour with you going over, um, you know, some strategy tips and uh, maybe get some good recommendations and see if it's a good fit for us to maybe work together. Right. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Jeff, thank you so much. I really appreciate it and uh, wish you the best and uh, look forward to, to keeping up with what you're doing out there. We'll put some links to those, uh, to the websites that Jeff shared right there in the show notes. So I really want to encourage everyone to go out and check out this information. If this is a kind of a landscape that you just aren't, aren't comfortable with, aren't accustomed to. Go out and check out some of that information to see how Jeff and his team over at Boost Media Group can help you. Jeff, thank you so much. I appreciate all your time today. Kyle, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining us on the Employer Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show to receive the latest episodes. For more information on how Employer Blueprint can help build great teams in your business, visit employerblueprint.com. Or to inquire about Kyle speaking at your next event, visit kylegorman.com. And until next time, make it a great day. Today's episode was produced by Just You Marketing for all of your podcast needs. Just You Marketing has you covered. Be sure to hit the subscribe button before you leave today and leave us a review where Ever you get your podcasts. If you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you and you can reach us at podcast at employerblueprint.com.